What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the LWE Podcast. So excited to be back doing this again. It's been a while since we've had a former player spotlight podcast, and I'm so honored and privileged to have a former Abbeville Panther great here with me today to talk to as we go back and look at some of the time that he spent running the football for the Panthers and what other things have gone on in his football journey, but I'm here with the one and only Mr. Ashton Hurd, Double Deuce himself. Yes, How you doing, sir. man? Glad to be here, LWE. How you been doing, man? Been doing good. You surviving the pandemic era, man? I'm trying to. 2020 hanging in there, trying right? To. I, I got caught with it. Did you really? Yeah. Um, back in, I say April. Oh, wow. So early. Yeah. Back in April. Um, I had something maybe three days. Mm-hmm. Um, it was... I was just fatigued. I was very tired. Yeah. Cold and hot. And no smell, no taste. Yeah. So I went and got tested. They said I was positive. So I had to quarantine for 14 weeks. Yeah. Um, so but my first three after my first three days, my symptoms went away. Yeah. Um, I went back maybe day five and got retested, still negative. Yeah. So I went back later, maybe four or five days later, but it was like I wanna say almost at two weeks. Yeah. So you said 14 weeks, but you meant 14 days, though, right? You was, yeah, 14 okay. days. I was going to say days. 14 weeks, brother. No, no, 14 you would have gone stir crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, quarantine is rough. You could have opened up your own tattoo parlor right. and everything and took care of yourself while in the process, man. Quarantine is rough. Come up with new recipes and make YouTube channels oh, and yeah. all that stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of been the common denominator for a lot of people. I think the biggest thing that's been an indicator is the smell and the taste. A lot, a lot of people who I've talked to who haven't been overly sick, they've said that's that's the most strange part of it is like not being able to taste or smell. It's mostly about the respiratory system, though. You know, if you got a yeah. respiratory system, it's just going. Well, you're fortunate because you're young and stay active and conditioning and and all that. And, yeah. you know, your football journey is, is not necessarily shut down just yet. You're still in kind of a kind of a frozen spot yeah. right now. So what we're going to do is we're just going to go back. We're going to talk about some of your time in Abbeville, uh, great great teams that you were on, two back-to-back yeah. state championships. Um, but I want to kind of tell everybody right now, even though we are in 2020 and we're dealing with the pandemic, what has been going on here recently for you as far as your journey is going on? Um, 2020, well, 2019 I was um, in Northern Europe. I was playing for the Copenhagen Towers. I was in Copenhagen, Denmark, and... That's um, not something you think about back in uh, 2009, is it? No, not <laughs> at all, no, yeah, not at all. I didn't have no idea, but um, when I was over there, it was a great season, and I want to say game six or game seven, uh, first play of the game, I had an inside handoff, tweaked my knee. Yeah. You know, adrenaline rushing, so I line up again, get another handoff, and no stability in my knee, so... Yeah. Um, it didn't feel like when I tore my ACL in college, it didn't yeah. feel the same. But I went and got te- went and got an um, MRI and ACL yeah. torn. Yeah. So, but I stayed the rest of my journey there. So when I got back, um, shout out to Dr. Geary and Stabman Hawkins in Greenville who did mm-hmm. my last surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, he placed me back together like yeah. like new again. So it's been a year in November first. Okay. So I'm living over a year. I'm 100. So yeah. I'm working out. Um, at Performance Evolution in Greenville with um, Coach Gurry, shout out to him. He's great. I'm with him four days a week. So, and so, so you're still you're still under contract? No, you, um, are you, no, you just free? no contracts. I'm no just, contracts. Yeah, okay, so I'm looking for one right now. So. Okay, 
phone on. So you're hyper free agent right now. Yes. Okay. Yes. So All right. Well, we'll use this as a shameless plug. I mean, that's, hey, all, that's what we're find, about is shameless plugs. <laughs> find some for me. Yeah. So hopefully. So, and I'm going to go back and talk about your other injury because it was a significant time in your life when that happened. But biggest difference between the two is anything that's different. I mean, it's still, it's still a bad injury nonetheless, but obviously happening right. <laughs> in another country and so, yeah. away from people and stuff. Yeah, it was, I want to say, yeah, I was down, you know, but then again, like, you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, I got closer with my youth. I was coaching out there. At this yeah. Club. So I had um, U10 and U12, you know, I was coaching with those guys. I got closer with those guys during that time. Yeah. Um, as far as surgery wise, you know, I just felt more confident. You know, I mean, shout out to all the doctors over there who did help me. Yeah. I just went to Dr. Geary, you know, before and had a great, great time. So I just going to wait because I didn't want to be cramped up on the plane ride back home. Right. So um, I waited till I got back. And as soon as I got back, I went to Dr. Geary. Yeah. Had my surgery. So describe to me football in Germany because I know Keenan, he's played in Canada. Yeah. But I would say, I would have to go back through the archives, but I would definitely say you were probably the furthest first panther to go that far away from america uh, to play football so so what was what stood out about playing football in germany as a pair of states well i wasn't i was maybe an hour away from germany i was in denmark okay so maybe an hour and a half train okay um, germany but playing in denmark it was it's grown men you know like that's basically the only difference is it kind of a hybrid of like NFL, college, I mean, is there, is um, it kind of like the... So, as far as, like, regulations, you can only have three Americans per team. Oh, okay. Just three Americans. Wow. So, um, mostly, most of my teammates were Danish, but we got some Europeans, some guys come from France, um, mm-hmm. different places around, like Norway. Yeah. Um, we got a guy from Greece. So, you can get Europeans to come in, but you can only have three Americans. Wow. Yeah, then some teams, you know, depending on the, the organization, you know, maybe they can only take care of two. Yeah, you know, so yeah, that's just a call. What kind of what, what was the big size? Was there a certain size for the roster too? Did they have regulation on the roster? Or was it kind yeah, of- as far as traveling, we could only travel. Let's see, fifty. Yeah, I want to say, but home games, you didn't have you have as many one, right? Yeah. You know, and that's just as far as like, I guess, just the don't want to expense this. You know, as yeah. far as taking two buses or one bus. So. So did did you get an opportunity? Because you still you still, to my knowledge, you still have two of the two of the best legendary junior and senior highlight YouTube videos out there. <laughs> did you show some of these Danish guys how we did things in America? Oh, they, yeah, oh yeah. In, especially at an elite <laughs> high school level. Oh yeah. So when I was <laughs> so when I had signed, um, they did the media over there did like little cutouts from like yeah. college and stuff like that and you know, showed like the fans like this is our running man. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It was real nice. Well, that's a cool deal, man. And and that's something that you, you, you'll never forget you, as long as you live that kind of experience. Yeah. Ready to get back over ready there and stuff, back. but don't know. I mean, and that's don't okay. Know. That just gives me more time to, you know, focus on what I got going on. Now. Yeah. So just, and you're staying busy now. So what are you doing here now in the meantime? All right. What are you doing while you're um, still looking and waiting a little bit? Well, I work at a, um, I work at New Foundations Children's Home. It's a children's home in um, Anderson. Okay. It's a nonprofit. Um, I work there Sunday night through Wednesday night. 
Okay. So that's just four days out of the week, and outside of that, just training four days a week. So yeah. my schedule is pretty full. Yeah. So, so you, you at least you keep going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't have time to sit around and think right. too much. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> well, I mean, that that to me is all has always been uh, one thing about you is that you've always been a tremendously hard worker. And um, I want to go back to kind of where things started here in Abbeville. Like, you know, when you talk to people about Abbeville football, when you talk to people about the success and the history of Abbeville football, it all starts in the right league. Right. It always starts in the early days. So, what do you? What are your earliest Abbeville football memories at a, as a young age? There, my earliest. Um, who who was your coach back then? Coach BB. BB was yours. Okay, Coach BB. Coach Mike. Yep. Yeah. Um, just great men, you know. Great role models to follow after. Um, just they molded me into who I was. I mean, I had my own little self drive, but you know, without that push, you know, yeah, where are you? Because you had, I mean, you guys, your class especially, a lot of guys that you played with, y'all are super competitive. I remember oh, yeah. Keenan was talking about that, oh, how yeah. competitive yeah. people were with each other yeah. and, and who's the, fastest and all oh, that, yeah. all the time. That's what it was. Everything, you know, back in rec league, get on the outside. Yeah. Nothing inside. Get on the outside. Right. Who's the fastest, you know? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's like that competitive spirit, you know, I tell people all the time, I said, if you want to see why Abbeville is – consistently at the top in, in whatever classification classification they're in come to practice because practices here are, are not like practices at most especially smaller schools I mean when they go full metal armor over there you know and it, it's it, and they get on the boards I mean they it's 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 men it's man time so I think that's what kind of you guys grow into is right. like you take that away and and I've and I've seen and I've heard a lot of these other schools that just they 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 do as little contact as possible. I was like, well, there's no way you're gonna succeed. Good old Smash Mouth football. That's <laughs> Good old Smash. One in the trenches and yards after whatever. If you carry it, you catch it, whatever. And we used to love it. Yeah. And so you um you actually came up when you got the chance to play on the high school level. So some of the guys that were ahead of you on the varsity level. That was, I believe, Sammy Head. And Javajo Enright. Javajo Enright. And Duke. Jackson. Yeah, Duke. So that backfield right there, quarterback, three backs, still running the wishbone. Oh, man. And, but they had they had a real, couple of really good years there. So you got the chance to see those oh, guys. Yeah. What were some of the things you took away from the way they, the they played? Because they were crazy crew anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, just, God, used to work, man. Just, you know, pure talent, but they used to work, you know. So just me being a pup, you know, and looking at those guys, you know, getting a little few carries, you know, late fourth quarter, you yeah. know, making sure I had two hands on the ball. That's where it right. all started, you know. And they, I think they, the thing they made it look really good, and you knew we were on the doorstep of really being special. And I still look back on it, and I hate it for those guys that they didn't get a chance to, because I felt like when we got in 2010 and 2011, they were a big part of where we were at, oh, yeah, because sure. a lot of those guys that carried over that senior class in 2010 they were a big part of those years but um you know one of the things that's always been about Abbeville is like even with the great talent of running backs we've had you always have a, a guy that was kind of the anchor and so Duke Darrell Elmore was their was their anchor what did you take away from from being behind him and seeing how he because he was you and him were very similar in the fact of how you not only approached the game how your work ethic was but also just skill wise I mean you can make a three yard, a thirty yard, in, oh, yeah. in, a, in a snap. I mean, Duke, man, just great, 
great man on and off the field, you know, just following, like, not just uh, how he carries himself on the field, but off the field, it helps out. Yeah. You know, so I just... He was know, a real leader. Oh, yeah. So I just knew his drive, you know, and I always, you always, as a younger guy, you're always looking up to mm-hmm. the head honcho, you know, what's going on, so... Yeah. Um, it was great, you know. And he had, he had a bad knee injury his senior year, and that was devastating. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Toughest warriors. Yeah. And and finding a way to kind of to get through all that. Yeah. So you you guys come in after these guys have, have laid a foundation here and just really had a couple of good years. They said so, we're rebuilding. Yeah. Remember they said that? Yeah. Yeah. And y'all have kind of been just waiting there in the weeds. Yeah. So talk to me about So we find out we're going down to Class A. Mm-hmm. And there were still a lot of good teams that were not only in Class A already, but there was other teams from 2A that dropped down. 96 was still very good at the time. They dropped down. So going into that 2010 season, what were some of your earliest thoughts and memories for that particular year? Because you guys had a really seasoned, experienced senior group yeah. uh, that was in charge of that, that team. Um, what were some things that stood out about you? Coming, you know, you had guys like you had Quay, um, oh, yeah. you had Andrew Osborne, those guys like that. These guys have been through it. So, what was kind of feeling? I mean, it wasn't even about our competition. It was just about the brotherhood, like the guys. That, um, shout out to the 2011 class. You know, Quay White, um, Tyler Bulls. Yeah. Um, yeah, Trey McAllister. Trey McAllister. Colton Lyles on the God, Those two guys anchored the line. Dylan Holiday. Yeah, those guys. Yeah, yes. and and that's the kind of thing that really stood out to me was there was so much leadership. Yeah, we were a team. They were hungry. Y'all were, we're hungry really, for it. We're really a team. We we clicked on all cylinders. Um, Thomas Underwood, you know. Yeah. Um, I remember pregame. You know, we laid out had a lay down period. Mm-hmm. Me and Thomas Underwood cuddled up. <laughs> yeah. Me and Thomas Underwood Cup. That was my dog, man. You know, that's what it was. You know, just little stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Like, come on, T, we're going to sleep. You yeah. know? And it, and it almost felt like it, it almost felt like, you know, your uh, your class, which was the junior class that year, and those things, y'all were basically just one big class. It just so happens that one had to exit out a year earlier. But it felt like y'all were all part of the same class. Because so y'all were all so, t- so tight together. And when you're clicking, you know, off the field, it definitely helps out on the field, you know, because you got that you got that respect for one another, you got that care for one another. If your brother get hit, you know, you wanna, you know, mm-hmm. diffuse the situation and we did a great job. So they opened up the season that year, had to go to play at Newberry College. Yeah. Played uh, Chester. 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 And lost that game just by a little bit. Um first kind of first kind of time in a while that we had played uh, somebody a little bit big classification outside yeah. the box a little bit but it felt like we Great were kind of just now getting just getting rolling yeah um it's a great team i mean they, they were a good team but i felt like we needed that yeah you know so i mean you talked you talked about tyler bulls who was your quarterback that year the one takeaway i always remember from that particular game was there was a play where he was I think y'all y'all called a pass, but he had to roll out, and he went and it was near the sideline. He went and got hit. He put his head down, busted through, got about five or six more yards or so, right there on the sideline. And I remember everybody just got all jacked up about that because it and it felt like to me that was a carryover to the rest of the season because he just 
Tyler wasn't very outspoken. Right. <laughs> he's, yeah, he you know, he's part of my family. He married my niece, oh, Mary Brian. So he's very soft-spoken. Oh, yeah. Low voice, you know, and all that good stuff. <laughs> um, Shout out to But Tyler. he was a ball boy growing up. Yeah. And could throw it could throw it 60 yards oh, on a dime. 80 miles an hour. Too. Right. And so he was kind of that calm leader. And I knew there were a lot of people asking because, you know, Jimmy was such a good athlete. Right. Could run that option and everything, but Tyler came in. He was kind of a game manager. He wasn't asked to do much, but I thought his leadership was real special on that team too. What 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 stood out about him to you through that year? Tyler boys, you know, me and Tyler boys had a connection in baseball as well. Right. You know, so me and Tyler been clicking on all cylinders. Yeah. So we would jump off the baseball field, jump off the diamond, and get on the field, just just like we on the diamond. Yeah. You know, so Tyler, you know, great leader. Great overall quarterback. Mm-hmm. Sit back there, throw it. He knows how to read things. He was, he did. It yeah, time. he was very cool. Oh, absolutely. He was very calm and cool under the pressure. Um, so talk a little bit about the guys you were in the backfield with. Um, Quay Watt, yeah. uh, Coach, I believe, was yeah, back there Josh, with you. Yeah. Mike Bolden yeah, was Josh, with you. Yeah. Uh, talk Mike, about some Mike. of those guys. How did you guys? You guys were always together, right? Coach Smith um, was with you guys and everything. Talk about. How about the chemistry you guys had? I mean, the backfield, we've been together since Ray. Right. You know, I mean, we've been together since I was nine. Yeah. You know, so it was just great. You know, Josh Coates was in my class, and Mike Mike was right underneath. Mm-hmm. You know, but we all clicking on all cylinders. Yeah. Um, and, it was, and then you throw that big beast quite wide in there. Oh, man. Leading the way. <laughs> so, man, I, and shout out to my offensive line. You know, we wouldn't be nothing without those guys. Yeah. Dylan Holiday. Um, Trey McAllister, Cole Miles, um, who am I missing? Yeah, Kobe uh, McNeil's in there some, and then the Michael Lassie. Lassie, uh, Lassie was in there. Who else I'm missing? Um, there's somebody in there. Well, you had Osborne. Osborne, Osborne was on the tight end some too. Yeah. So he could set the edge. And... Sophomore. He was a sophomore with Lassie. I can't remember. <laughs> Drawing a blank. But but they were they were big. They were athletic. And were like, yeah, and so I'm it was, you know, a lot of people been so used to what the offense has been the last couple of years, but it, that was still that was still traditional wishbone. But we had just kind of going to a little bit of the the wing, a little bit of the flex, yeah. um, trying to get a little bit different dimension to what we were mm-hmm. doing and stuff. Um, but yeah, you you guys came in there and um, and I just remember Quay Why I remember there was a guy who talked about him and when he when he would get the ball and thinking that guy's running toward the other team and he was such an athlete on the defensive side of the ball because a lot of people forget he was he was a linebacker on the on the back end of that defense a couple years and so he was kind of just put into that position of being a a back in the backfield I'm thinking oh my gosh he's a freak of I still remember he made a one handed interception against Lincoln County oh yes I remember that you remember that when he went up and that's that's before Odell I I go tell all these young guys I say y'all talk about Odell all you want to Quay Watt was the original Odell on that play out there just, I remember he just took it. I was left-handed. He took yeah, it out with his left, left hand, and I'm thinking, yeah. who does that? Who does yeah. that? He was so freakishly athletic. Yeah. And so it had to feel good to be in a backfield like that because you knew whoever ran the ball was going to be positive yards, 
but you also had the opportunity to block for each other, and, right. and that was a big thing. You know, right. if, you, if you block for each other, it's then you're gonna get you know more care. You know, that's what it is. Like we're family. Yeah. You know, so you got to block for your family. You got to block for your brothers, and that's what it was just a brotherhood back there. You know, you get yours, I get mine. Right. So you guys go through the season and get to the playoffs, and really the the really didn't really get challenged. Challenged, I, I don't think. Until you got back to the Upper State Championship game, and that's when we played Lamar. Lamar had kind of been a team that had been kind of uh, down a little bit. They had a resurgence. They had been really good. Um, first really true Upper State Championship game we had at Hyde Stadium in a very, very long time. So, do you, what do you do? What do you remember about that day? Can you remember that bar back about that day? Uh, let me see. Against uh, Lamar. I mean, because that was a different atmosphere. It was on a day after Thanksgiving. I mean, I don't know if anybody been to an upper state game you know and right well the year before i think we went down we played uh we played at pagan but that was upper state but i think it was, was upper yeah state? i think it was upper state and then you played pagan there but as far as home at the house yeah being at height stadium and upper state championship game i mean just people all something the way around you've the field. always wanted to do since you was yeah, yeah, you know, just seven, eight years old. Do you remember? How, you remember seeing, looking around, looking at the people oh, when y'all man, out there pregame and stuff. I, I was taking that in as well, but also like I had a had a purpose. Yeah, you know, so I was just so focused, you know. So I had so much tunnel vision, you know. Like I know what I got to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Got to win. Yeah, got to win. Do what you got to do. Your brothers are gonna do what they got to do. Focus on yourself. And they were the really they they were a different team because they ran that spread offense at the time, which was still kind of getting its steam on legs and great and man, they could sling it and run and the they were quick. Guy. Uh yeah, they had Goodson? um yeah, uh BJ. He played there. Oh. B Goodson. Goodson played there, linebacker. Yeah. He went to Clemson. Yeah. Um he was stout. And um they were they were really solid. But yeah. you had a you had a couple of big runs in that I never forget yeah. the one run you had. And you busted through. I think it was a fourth down play, wasn't it? Towards the hill. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's this awesome picture that yeah, Sean yeah, Knox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sean Knox. Shout out to you. you just like. Shout out to Sean It's like Knox. your Thor moment, man. Yeah, like yeah, lightning yeah. coming oh, down. Oh, man. It was it was an inside. I want to say it was four. Because you, you had two guys like right on you. And I you was booking it. Yes. <laughs> I want to say it was four. It might have been counter. Yeah. It might have been counter 14. So I took my jab step, came back inside, and things were cloudy. Yeah. You know, but then last second I seen a burst. I seen the hole open up. Hit that angle. Pew. Yep. Straight there. It was God. Shout out to the offensive line. Shout out to um, <laughs> the fullback and the running back. Well, shout out to you because away. you never. I don't. I know I got a highlight of it somewhere, but I just I remember just like you. You didn't. You had one purpose and one angle to go on that run. Yeah, I did. Just, I went straight there. I'm going straight yeah. to the sideline. I went and, straight there. Yeah. And, I mean, they had that had that one guy. Oh, he was coming. right on oh, you. Oh, yeah, they were and coming. And so, uh, that was a huge play. Yeah. Um, my cousin, actually, who is from Lamar, he's a longtime Lamar guy and alumni, and he's kept up with him over the years and stuff. But I never will forget they were at the game, and I remember after the game, um, I met up with him, and we were talking and stuff. And he's like, dang, that 22. Son. Where'd y'all get him from? And and so it made just a big impression. But a lot of people don't forget that first of the year, you were kind of quiet as far as your numbers were. You you really kind of picked up halfway through the season, and right I, when we got in conference play. And I think that's because who were we at week two? Yeah, Lincoln County. Lincoln County. Yep. And, and got a big win rolling, there. Yeah. And uh, so it was two tough games right oh, out yeah. of the gate. Get rolling. And then um, 
but then you really stepped it up in the playoffs and uh, had some had some big numbers that you put up. Um, so you get by Lamar and get the Upper State Championship. Now, I always ask this. I ask this of these other guys that I talk to. To me, there is nothing better. And I was a student in 1991. I was a sophomore. So I was in school the day of the state championship that we played that year. And I remember we did absolutely nothing. We did school, did we? <laughs> it was it was so amazing, like in 1991 now. Right. And and we were we we had school and we had to sit there and um this there was no like early like super early exits at the time and stuff. But we were in school and I remember we even got to the point where we went out into the hallways and we was like cheering in the hallways and stuff. It was like oh it was crazy. So what do you remember that day, state championship as far as the day of and, and things that happened that day? Can you remember that far back? It feels like a long time ago. Yeah, it's um, ten year anniversary, by the way, of that team. Shout so. out! Um, because <laughs> um, we had to go to Columbia. I don't really, honestly, remember. <laughs> um, but I met. But talk about. All right, we'll talk about this because I know, like a lot of people, the the, the last practice before state championship. That's always. I, when I've talked to a lot of the guys who've played the last few years, they talked about how special that is. Right. Because the seniors kind of have a moment. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. their last moment. That's it, so, yeah, like, um, so imagine with those guys, especially, that was really That's what you're playing really for, tight. you know? That yeah. junior year, it wasn't even for me. Yeah. You know? It was just for the seniors, you know? Because it's their last time strapping up. And we did everything we could, you know? Yeah. We are at the big stage. You know, so just finishing out this last game. You yeah. Know? Let's stay healthy so, and let's, let's ball out. So first time we've been to a state championship since 2002. You guys, we go to Benedict College. I don't think nobody's ever been to Benedict College to their stadium before. But we get there, and it's like pretty good-sized stadium. And we're thinking, this is a perfect place for a state championship. That's what I noticed. The field was bigger and wider, but it was turf. And I'm thinking... Let's get these. Let's get our guys on some Absolutely. turf. Absolutely, <laughs> I love the turf. Yeah, and it was a different oh, kind my. of speed to it, right? In a bigger field. Man. Yeah, it, it it felt like it. It yeah. felt made everything bigger, and I think we were the first game. Might have been uh, the first game or the second, game. We the second I, game. We were second game. I couldn't remember. Uh, who um, played before us? Because I think that was uh, maybe that was might have been Elko. Yeah, Wilson, Wilson Elko. Elko and. I can't remember. I'm like you, man. It's been it's been a minute. Um, I do remember the crowd. Yeah. Huge crowd that was there. God. All kind of garnet gold. Just wait. I mean, just uh, as a kid, just been waiting on the opportunity to play for a state championship. Because I imagine in the pregame and stuff. I mean, you know, I remember how loud it got when you guys linked up oh, yeah. at the goal line. Yeah. Y'all y'all started doing that. Coach D got y'all doing that. Yeah. And y'all walk out in midfield, and it just swell of noise. And then when you guys break, y'all just like, it's almost like the lightning shoots out. It's like backflips. We used to be alive. That's got to be a cool moment. Because you can feel that on, I imagine what it was like. I know what it was like in the stands, but I imagine what it was like on the field. It's tradition, man. That's 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 what To know that you got this much support. Yeah, it's a tradition, just a community. I mean. Let alone, I talk about the brothers all the time, but what will be without our fans? Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be the same. Because, you know, that's that's the thing that, to me that's always made what we've had here at Abbeville so special yeah. is because of, with so many things, especially now, with so many things that 
seem to divide us. Sports is one of the few things that can unite people, no matter your differences, no matter your backgrounds, no matter nothing. And you're sitting side by side in a stand with people that maybe you don't necessarily see during the week or hang out with most days. But you know what? You you got one purpose and one connection about that A and that to me has always been the most special thing sure. about our community sure. is that we come together not only so much for just the football but just in general like you talk about road rec and just the support that goes from the rec level and then middle school and then all the way up so i remember that crowd being a crowd and man did you have a game i think you had 230 yards rushing in that game two touchdowns and the touchdown that I always go back to for you, and I have that picture, which is my, that's probably my first favorite Ashton Heard picture from Sean Knox. Shout out to Sean Knox. Shout out to Sean Knox. But you get this run, and I think it's the run you talked about you scored on against Lamar, because you go up the it middle. Was a counter. And then, so you're yeah. getting close to the goal line. I think he grabbed me on the 10. Somebody tipped you out the 10, yeah. so you're turning. I'm turning around, and I know the end zone's nearby. <laughs> Right? So, <laughs> so he grabs me, turns me around. I'm running backwards, and I just leap backwards. I just dive backwards with the ball out. Now, you're, And you got to hold on to that ball. Oh, I the ball's, the I ball, I know you got it. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. You got and plus, when I break the plane, it's dead anyway. You because know, so it was like, it. when you go, you're going down, I remember the crowd, it's like a roller coaster. The crowd's like, uh. And then, oh, then you man. landed. And I jumped. Like, and when, then you rolled back up. Yeah. <laughs> When I landed, I just jumped right back up. And as soon as I landed on my feet, the crowd just exploded. <laughs> and I exploded. Because that was pretty much the, tie, the touchdown to put it away. God, for the most that part. was amazing. Because like, you guys dominated. Shout out to the offensive line, man. Shout out to the, um, the play fake when the um, fullback and the running back on yeah. his face. Yeah. You know, those linebackers just left. Yeah. And that just left me. And that run was big. You had a big run before the the end of the first half that set up the big pass to Quay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember Forrest Grice had you a key block on the edge out there. Shout out to Forrest Grice, man. I mean. He was was another one. Don't judge a book by his cover because he'd get after you. An animal. (laughs) Every 120 pounds of him. I promise you he will block Anybody. That's right. He wasn't scared. He's going to do what it takes. Yeah. He don't care if he got tie shoestrings <laughs> up. He's going to do it to him. And, uh, man, I just remember yeah. that was just such a good moment. So, you guys win big, end up winning big. I think we had a couple of goal line defensive stands in that game that stood out to me. The defense um, was. But they were just, they were just awesome. The we had the jumbo package. You remember when we had uh, we had Trey and Colton come in there, and then you had Keenan. Had big Justin Woods, Woody big up there, Woody. and I mean that was, oh man, I mean that was that was some fun stuff. We, right had, there. Some, we had some ball players, and and you guys win the state championship. So, yeah. just winning the state championship, you know, how does that feel? Amazing, especially you know, been the I first mean, one in a long time we won and, too. And that's, and that's and I think that's what makes it so special, like just being that class to you know, it's like fifteen years to get that fire started, mm-hmm. you know, so. Putting that, putting that fire. Because I tell people all the time, I said, you know, whether it was 1A, 2A, 3 it doesn't matter. I said, you win a state, they don't hand those trophies out. You have to go no, earn them. Not. You have to go earn them. And we, we beat two pretty good teams to get of to that course, point. Yeah. Um, and, and to me, I just remember that celebration and that feeling. It was great. was just awesome. Like and My, um, as far as like waiting on that rain, that was 
worse than like waiting on Christmas. <laughs> I can tell you, like, because like, yeah, y'all wait, get measured like a week or so that. after that, right? Yeah, um, hurts. Say. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, I think that's right. When it got a uh, size, and like I was thinking about that every second. Yeah, every second of the day, like man, when our rings come, <laughs> we knew we had the ring ceremony. Yeah. You know? Well, then you get you get you get through that, and you come back. So it's your senior year, 2011. Yeah. So what's what's the what's the thoughts there? Because I mean, obviously everybody's thinking, well, we got enough to repeat. Um, for sure. Uh. As far as... Because your role changes a little bit then. It does. It's Now it's us. It's you and Reggie. Now, I mean, last year, last year doesn't even matter. Yeah. You know, this is our senior year. You know, shout out to all the seniors, upperclassmen. Let's help us win this game. Yeah. Because so you and Reggie were on that team. and and Shout out to Reggie. A lot of the guys, like you talk about Underwood. and, um, And so you had a lot of, you had a younger group of guys that were fixing to start coming up. With you as well, Brian was running the ball with you guys in the backfield. Oh, yeah. um, and it's the same dress, it's a flip flop, you know. <laughs> same class under yeah. us did the same thing my senior class did to so the you, old grads. You ended up, you had a, I think I went back and looked. I know you in 2010, you rushed for almost 1,700 yards, Man. which was crazy. I think like 600 out was in the playoffs. So I think there was a lot of focus put on you that, during that year, yeah. you know, because it, everybody knew that you were. I think you kind of were a little dinged up at times, I think, early on, maybe. I can't remember. Um, so I don't know if it was like an ankle or something, but I remember there was one game you kind of tweaked something. And, and uh, I mean, you get tweaked. I mean, you have you have something next oh, yeah. every game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think but you had a lot of focus on you is what I'm getting at. A lot of people were zoning in on you. I think senior year, like, early on, were we blowing people out of Yeah. And I think that was another thing, too. Like, we just – It's hard to stay focused. Second half. Yeah. You know, we're not even really playing second half, so we get one shot, you know. Get what you can get. Get what you can get and get out. So we get you get through that season, now have another great season, and then um, get to a, another upper state championship game mm-hmm. in home. Chesterfield. High State Chesterfield. Wow. Now, this is a team that had won state championships. <laughs> they were a cocky group of guys. Good, good, good team. But they were good. Oh yeah. There we go. What stood out about that that game? Did I you remember? Do? I remember kickoff. You know, um, just because they had a fan base there too. Was oh yeah. <laughs> you know, from the crowd to that first kickoff, that first piece of contact. You know, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Because that was our legit. They came ready to play. That was our legit first real big challenge. Oh, I yeah. think that year. And um, but you know, they came to play. We came to play a little bit harder. When CJ Martin had him a game that day. Hey CJ. <laughs> hey CJ. CJ was kind of like the, he was he was the the the, the forgotten guy the because he on. he would come in and can run some at right. fullback, yeah. but on defense, he coach Nate loved him on defense, and he ball. had and he came up with some big blocks. And uh, I just never forget. I remember he, I remember because he fell on the ball twice. And everybody was like, "Go score, CJ! Just go score!" <laughs> but he fell on the ball twice. Hey, oh man, he had, it, a, baby. he had a big game that game, okay. and defense again came up with some big stops. And that's just clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, know, doing it on offense and defense. And and the other thing about that game also too was when, when Kelly, because you went from having Tyler who was a senior, mm-hmm. and you had Kelly who was a young guy, super talented. Yeah. Obviously, we know his story and, and what he's been doing. But at the time, you know, there was a lot of hype because of him coming in. So he was able to kind of take a little bit of pressure off of you because he could run the ball too. And running in at the option and running out of that flex and stuff. Um, But he goes down. 
and yeah. then and then so Tay Tay has to come in. So what do you remember kind of what that felt like? Because I think we were down like fourteen to three. Nothing changed. Nothing changed really. Just shout like, out, not shout a miss out, a beat. Shout out to Kelly and also shout out to Tay Tay. Mm-hmm. Um, like nothing changed. He came in clicking mm-hmm. on all cylinders. Because he can do it all. He played yeah. everywhere. He played clicking receiver. He played DB. Heck of an hour. He could have ran the ball. He was just like his daddy. I mean, his daddy was the same. His daddy played everything and they could do anything they wanted to. And, um, but he comes in, gets us going and, uh, we we find a way to come back. And, uh, you know, I always tell people they kind of, it was a game, you know, Kelly had such a good year that year running the ball for us. He kind of got his name on the, on the map that year. Oh, I can't remember. It was close. It was low. It was kind of low score. Because they could, they were moving it in between the twenties, but we would lock down inside. And yeah, it was it was low. Wow. Yeah. So you go to state championship, and, and you know Tay's going to be your quarterback. Yeah. And talking about two different kind of state championship games, though, because the year before it was just lots of points, lots of lots of stuff happening, lots of big plays and everything. Go play Hemingway, yeah. and Hemingway is more of a hardcore defense first kind of team. Had a couple of really good athletes on there. I think a kid that went on to play with East Carolina. Yeah, we'll see. Um, was really good. Um, so it's not till the end of the first half in that game, and you you get the first touchdown there. Oh, yeah. uh, what do you what do you remember about it? Because I mean, it was really loud. Well, somebody finally scored. <laughs> um, I believe was that when was that the pitch? There was a pitch on the on the option. I think huh? yeah. Um, I remember telling Tay in the huddle, I was like, the edge is going to crash. Yeah. Yeah. So he got to the edge. Guy crashed down, flipped it. I could basically walk. Yeah. In. And he just kind of. And he took a leg for me too. Yeah. That, I call it the coconut. He just held yeah, it up. Yeah. 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 He uh, he took a leg too. Yeah. And it was shout out to the offensive line. Shout out to the edge again. And you guys and just, the crowd was just as crazy. as the coach said, you guys on offense that day just three yarded in the diff. That's it. Just they couldn't do anything. Y'all ran 66 plays on offense. They ran 28. And I believe I believe maybe do? five or six plays in the second half. That's all they ran. What can you do? That's all they ran. What can you do? They, they couldn't get the ball back. And I remember they got – there was one drive. They got a stop. And then on their very first play, I think it was uh, Breon Brown hit a fumble, called the ball on the ground, and we get the ball right back. And that's when O'Brien scored his touchdown, and we went up. And then it felt like that was a game. It was like once you got up by two scores in I that mean, game. They, don't, they didn't have anything, but – 15, 20 possessions or Yeah. I, I think they <laughs> so, were just floored that they couldn't get the ball back and couldn't so stop. How many series I wanted to have? Maybe three, like four or five? I think they only had two series in the second half. That was it. Because I think they got the ball to start the second half. And then they didn't get it again until really late. Um, so, you know, you guys... On the clock. So, that's a... So, totally different game. But you was able to get... I think you caught a pass on that one yep. for a touchdown so. too, and um, in the corner. And so you guys win. So first time in school history, back to back football state championships. That feeling was. Yeah, it was amazing. So you go from 2010, first time in a long time. Now it's like back to back. Both. At that point, it was because you had a shirt on underneath your oh, pads yeah. that I remember. <laughs> You'd already called back, your shot back course. then. 
you had the, it was a hashtag repeat or yeah, something. Repeat. And it was just a garnet, just a solid garnet I need shirt. To find that. That I, makes me sad. It's on. I'll, I'll find it. I know where it's at. I don't at. know where the shirt is. Oh, uh, but you got You got. I know there's a picture of it because you sitting there with your pads it's off at the end, and it just it's, it said repeat. Yeah. Gold letters, God, and you had that good. on. I remember because you, oh, you, you took off your pads yeah. right, right at the end of the game because you kept doing the the, right. the heavyweight belt yeah. flex yeah. when we were scoring. Man, but at the back to back, it was it was different. You know, it was because now that's the story. Now you talking about we history. history. We, we were history, right? You know, you know, the junior year, you know, 2000, 2010, 2011, we made history. Made history. Okay. You know, so that back to back was just huge. We have a better way to go out. Yeah. Yeah. And probably just as excited to get that ring. Oh, that call. <laughs> I want to know how it was going to look beside each other, you know? Yeah. And so talk about a little bit. So you got two state championships. You got all these recognitions, all these awards, and everything that goes along with that. Great career. So talk about the college process at the time. So, oh. what, so what went into the college decisions at the time? Because obviously you, your name was out there a little bit. It but, was. Um... As far as I had offers on all levels, um, USC wanted me to be a preferred, you know, so it's the point of me either um, taking a preferred walk on spot, yeah. you know, not getting much um, scholarship or going to North Green right. and getting, you know, good scholarship. Yeah. So it was just at that point, I just had to do what was best for my family and stuff like that. Because North Greenville is not. They were just now kind of really getting going with their football program yeah. too at the time. Just getting turfed. And, and so you were able to kind of get into a position of where I could build. You could kind of help that process. Because yeah. what uh, not Coach Corn up there? Would Yeah. Was he up there at that time, or did he already move on? Um, that time? Or did he come on I later? I think he graduated the year before I got there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Think so he was. They had. They had just had some yeah. little bit of success and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So what? And what kind of sealed the deal for you on that one? Just. Just when I, especially when I went up there, just North Green was just isolated, right? Definitely, (laughs) it's quiet. Definitely, you know. And I also thought about my education. I also thought about, you know, as far as from the coach's perspective, you know, they wanted me. Yeah. You know, you want to go. And that's the big thing. Oh, absolutely. You want to know. You want to go to where who wants you. Yeah. So, um, signed with North Greenville. Um, Went to North Greenville, and it was it was a great opportunity. So you get a chance to go to your redshirt, I believe. Tore my ACL two weeks before the season. How about that? I mean, it was just, great. Came in starting as a freshman and tore my ACL two weeks before the season in the scrimmage. So that had to be just kind of it was, it was mind blowing. Not only physically, mentally. Right. You know, like coming from the success in high school, you know, junior senior right. year, like let's keep it rolling. You know? Because you feel, I mean, you feel like nothing. My can, momentum is there. Yeah, nothing's gonna gonna be really hard to kind of like knock me down a little bit. Right. And that just and totally it knocks you down. Oh yeah. But you know, luckily, did you reach out? Who did you reach out to during that time? Because I always find it fascinating. Sometimes people find they find help in different ways, as far as not only the people that help them get back mm-hmm. training wise, but as far as just people in general. Who who were some of the people that really reached out to you? Do you remember um, that during that time that really kind of helped you get through that? Definitely shout out to um, Coach Dubose. Yeah, yeah. Me and Coach Dubose were really close. You know, so I, you know he'll keep tab on me, make sure I'm good. Um, from that point, uh, I just grinded, you know, yeah. and got back on the field and started making my way, you know, back up the depth chart, and it was back like I never left. So I got the momentum going back. And um, 
I remember when Coach DeBose uh, also came to the game when I was against Tusker in college at home. Right. I rushed for 315. Yeah. Three, four, still, three, I think that's still the single game school record. Oh, yeah, for sure. 315. No. Like now, you didn't, you didn't. You didn't scrap 300-yard game in high school, which I'm, I'm, I'm upset saying. about. That's I'm upset I'm about. We need to go back. We need to figure out how where, where you could have got the carries. I know Quay and Duke both had 300-yard games, but I can't remember right off which okay. the, the total was. Okay. So they 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 were kind of the two top that I remember. Okay. Uh, as far as the modern day era, but God. man, in college, yeah. a 300-yard rushing was- game. He's crazy. I think the last record was uh, 260, I want to say. Because I remember they showed they showed it on WYFF. I remember seeing the highlights. Because I listened to the game that day, and I remember I was like, that game was just – Heard it. Gonna, he's going to rush for 1,000. Yeah, it was <laughs> – everything was just clicking that day. Yeah. Everything so that was, so you go from the, the lowest lows, knee injury. Right. And that kind of had to be that moment for you, right? It was. That, that was just like – I don't want to say this how do because I follow, you, how do I go next week? You know, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> but as far as from a from a from a rebuild from where you were to back to to that level, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't think of a more satisfying deal because that's I mean true. that's that's the coaches putting a lot of trust in you, and that's what Team keeps me trust pushing. That's what keeps me pushing, like right. knowing how low I've been, you know, to let's set the bar back high again. Yeah, you know, that's how. And you had a you had a great career at North Greenville. I think great. you rushed for almost three thousand yards. Yeah. And and that wasn't necessarily with like predominant majority of the carries That's either, true. was it? Um, not really, because I know you had the one really good season there. Fifteen, yeah, so 2015. That 2015. So that was my that was my second year on the field. Yeah, so it was kind of like my senior year. Yeah, but it was only my sophomore year on the field. Right, and you just you just really had a good year. Yeah. Um, so you get through you get through. College ball, you still have a lot of good relationships with guys that you play with on that team in college. Oh yeah, that's the thing about college. You meet guys from all over the world, you know, and you build those connections with those guys, especially as far as the backfield. Yeah, um, I still stay in contact with all every guy in the backfield. Yeah, to this day, that's cool. Every guy to this day. And what about you guys like from from your teams in Abbeville? Because I mean, like I said, you guys grew up together. I know you I mean, probably see each other passing from time to time. Yeah, I mean. You know, as far as like me, I'm, I'm not really around like that. Yeah. So, but you know, when I'm when I'm around and I, you know, see some old teammates of mine, it's just like 2010. Again. Well, all you gotta do is tag somebody on Facebook, <laughs> and then you can start a whole thread of conversations <laughs> on that. Because when we when we did that when we did that, me and Benji did the fantasy draft. Yeah. Thing and stuff, and we were sitting there, and we had all the name. People saw all the names and stuff, and. So it was just seeing people talking about, you know, oh, don't sleep on him. Oh, don't sleep on him. Oh, but, 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 but. And it's like, but was like the big word and all that because it's like, I mean, you you go back and you look at your career. I mean, you, you go down as one of the all-time greats. And, and, and the list is so big of oh, guys who've, who've been over here. It's a lot of Who've had great careers mm-hmm. and were anchors of teams. But, I mean, you know, you, you were kind of one of those guys that just – kind of came out of nowhere and had the success that you had and that's got to be a good feeling because you know I sit there and, and I was thinking fantasy draft team and I'm thinking of backfields and I'm thinking of combination of guys that never yeah, played together a lot of you know I, could, I was sitting there saying what would happen if an Ashton Hurd and a junior Rapley 
lined up side by side, what kind of chaos that would be for defense, you know, or or even, you know, you and, and Courtney Jackson, just two bulls. I mean, just – that's that's the cool part about what we've what we've have here with uh, with the history and stuff. So you go through and you um got a few minutes here left. You go through, uh, you finish your school year. So when you graduated, mm-hmm. what was the kind of what was the process there? Because was there any kind of instant connections to to go play somewhere? Or um, how things go down? As far as that, like I kind of that was kind of my mistake because once I graduated, you know, um, you probably ready for a break. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't that. It was just, you know, I got to get a job. <laughs> yeah, got to do something. You know, I got to get a job. I can't just, you know, step on my mother's wing for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I got to get a job. So once I was so focused on getting a job and I wasn't staying in contact on my email. Right. And I had an opportunity to go to Germany to play. Yeah. But I reached out too late, you know, so during that time, Coach DeVos used to always tell me, isolate yourself. Yeah. So during that time, you know, I moved out of Abbeville, I moved to Florida. Mm-hmm. So I moved a little bit south of Orlando. And, you know, I was training down there and also working at a substance abuse facility down in Florida. That was just three days a week. So outside of those three days a week, I'm training. Yeah. You know, just staying at a new atmosphere, you know, yeah. new self, you know, training. And then later on after that, um, this was 20, I graduated December of 2017. Mm-hmm. 2018, I moved to Florida, and I signed late 2018. Um, I remember I was at the gym, and um, I got an email from the team that I signed to, Copenhagen Towers, mm-hmm. asking me, do I want to come to Copenhagen? I was like, what is Copenhagen? <laughs> <laughs> Where's that? Yeah. That dip? <laughs> <laughs> right? And they don't even make the dip there. No. No. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's one of my, my quarterback. Um, <laughs> He asked, uh, he was from, um, he was from Jersey. Yeah. He asked, uh, <laughs> he's like, do they have Copenhagen dip? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a big dip. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's just great. Um, so talk about, you talked about Coach DeBose a lot. Obviously, you had a really good relationship with him. What about Coach Nick? We're, we're talk about some yeah. of these coaches that you. Rocky fan. <laughs> <laughs> What's, what stands out to you about Coach Nichols, and, and especially with all the success he's been able to have? I mean. Because he hadn't changed. He's the same now as he was. What he always used to say, winning ain't easy. Yeah. yeah <laughs> winning ain't easy. So I just I just respect Coach Nichols. Did you have a different, did you have a nickname when you was out on Pratt'sville? Did he call you anything in particular or just her? I feel like everybody else had nicknames. He always tell me, you got to feed my family, baby. <laughs> That was his line. Huh? Heard is the word. Heard is the word. I love it. You, you gotta feed my family. Baby. I'm telling you, man. That's that's Miss TV gold. Nick, that's 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 streaming gold. Coach Nick's a great coach. Nick coach live Nick, wire. Coach Nick is a great man. And I, um, I love all my coaches. Coach Smith, obviously, you got. Oh yeah, absolutely. Spend a lot of time with oh, him. Oh yeah, Coach Smith. Shout out to Coach Smith. Ever since, like, bring me up ninth grade baseball. Yeah. You know, like. You got a chance to play baseball, so that was pretty yeah, cool too. Yeah, and, I was and basketball. You were three, you were three yeah. sport letterhead yeah, there. Yeah, man. Y'all had a chance. To, y'all played play for Upper State Great basketball. Balls. Yeah, animals. Animals. We're not going. There. We're not going. There. But we made it though. <laughs> we, we did. We did. We, we got to go to the Bon Secours at yeah. that time, the Bilo Center. That's so true. At the Bilo Center at the time. Um. But yeah, your coaches. I mean, they they they've had a big part in you. Absolutely. You know, Coach T, yeah. obviously, he's come back and done a great job with these guys. And had Coach Scruggs was also yeah. 
um, big big part of. So I think that's always been good, and that's what I'm excited about because I get to see guys like Coach BB now. He's got his chance now to kind of to be on be be in the time to, to step in and coach and coach Tanko and then well, talk about Coach Bolden, Coach Mike. He's yeah. still helping out and yeah. doing his thing, and so that's really the thing. It's like nobody's a stranger. Everybody's right. familiar faces. It's a community. You're around each other, all the, and community. I think that builds so much trust Absolutely. with a lot of these young guys now. Because mm-hmm. um, even though it's like ten years ago, I mean things are not that much different now. Years. You got, I know, right? You got, <laughs> you got guys now that they're still trying to figure things out. So what? What I always ask the other guys when I, I've talked to them, what would, what would you be willing to tell these young guys, especially guys that are facing to get started a college career? If they're going to go play somewhere, or even if they're not, what would you tell people about post-graduation of high school? Because you can't take that with you forever. Right. <laughs> you got to actually do something else at um, some point. You only get one chance. Yeah. So as far as, like, you got to do, do what you got to do on the field, you know, but you got to take care of your business off the field as well. Yeah. If you, you know, you just get one your education. foot in, one foot out, yeah. you're not going to make the cut. Get your, get your degree, you do what you got to do. You got to have that. Yeah. I, I mean... Nobody can stand on the football for the rest of their life. And it's also good. You got to have a good, good group of people around you. That's right? true. You got to have a good circle. Yeah. It may not be fifty people, but you got to have yeah. because with the football team, I mean, you—that's your family. You, Absolutely. I know you guys used to go to Trey McAllister's like and just Damn. hang out all the time. Oh, so, yeah. So that's a big difference too, because when you go on to college, you're you're pretty isolated a lot of times. That's true. So you, it's important to have a good it's close just, circle. The thing is about that is just knowing knowing your reason, knowing what you're there for. Right. You know, even honestly, priorities. Honestly, I wouldn't even fault a guy who quit football, mm-hmm. but still, you know, make sure you make sure get your school. Yeah, you know, get your school. And that's what you're there for. Have a plan. <laughs> exactly. Come up with something exactly. to do. Exactly. And um, how cool is it for you to see? Like, you know, I've talked to I talked to Reggie, talked to Keenan, some of these guys now coaching now. It's amazing, man. Like, you know, Darrell and Quay are helping Coach D and Emerald. I mean, that's got to make you feel kind of cool because yeah. they have all that to pass along. Yeah. Really, when I was in Europe, you know, as far as me coaching, like, that was, like, really my first time maybe, like, coaching, you know? So that's got to feel good. It feels so good to just sprinkle that knowledge on, you know, and just water those flowers. But you see, you see, you kind of see the branch. You see yeah, the tree branch crazy. out now, and just yeah. so much. Uh, I think Tim Brown, who was a good running back for us yeah. in the early two thousands, he's coaching up at Christ Church. You know, I did not know that. So I mean, you just see all these guys now okay. getting opportunities to to continue on. And, Tim and, went to North Green. Yeah, Still. had a good career yeah. up there. Still. Um, so, man, this has been fun, man. It's been good catching Absolutely. up with you. Uh, so many good memories. Him. Yeah. Right. I mean, you were kind of you kind of one guy, so I hadn't got a chance to. Yeah, I just be, you know, like I said, I just be get to and everything, you know, because um, I really enjoy talking with a lot of these guys, and there's still so many more I want to talk to, and you know, it gets sometimes there's a little. Everybody's story is different, though. Everybody had a different part, so your right. your, your story is different from Reggie's or Keenan's because there's different things going right. on. Um, but you guys just came up to that to that point, and Absolutely. I mean. Pretty That's cool, man. Back to back state champion and just lots of memories. Lots of good times and memories I'll never forget. Right. And and, and guys that yeah. if you if you were to sit there and have a meeting out in the parking lot later today, I mean y'all probably would 
Y'all probably sit there and say, I just run like a plus guy. Yeah, that's, that's see if you still, still got it. Yeah. Do you remember remember what you're doing here? Let's see if you still got it. Yeah. Seven on seven. Full yeah. pads. I told I tell some of these young guys now, I said, look, there's some of these guys, man, they still can go. Y'all don't oh, let them come out here and show you up. Don't sleep on them. <laughs> don't sleep on them. Oh yeah. But um these young guys now that they're they're fun to watch too and it's gotta feel good to see that we're still Absolutely. in the conversations now. I love it. And seeing seeing what you guys kind of built mm-hmm. at the beginning of the last decade. Best ten years in Abbeville High School football history. That's gotta be cool. It's crazy to be a part of that. So man, I love you, man. I'm proud of you. Uh, I'm thankful for us staying connected through all that time, even post high school. Absolutely. Trying to follow you and, and, and keep everybody updated on what you're doing, and, and hopefully something will give here. Absolutely. You, you know, get I back keep on you, the field. You know, I keep yeah, you posted. keep me posted. Absolutely. You know, I keep you posted. But um, big thing, big thing, I, I can I can leave everybody with who might be listening. to This is like this guy here is has always been very genuine and the real deal. And like I said, he's he's a good person to know. If if you didn't know anything else about you or football or anything else, like man, he's a good person to know. Right. Absolutely. And that's the thing that's always a good thing. So. Uh, we'll be praying for you and hoping everything continues to go well. I and uh, you're still impacting people. You're still impacting kids. That's and, my goal. That's, that's, that's why I'm here. And that's I, I, what I you're doing. Purpose. Yeah. I found my purpose. And that's the key. Yeah. That's the key in life is purpose. finding your purpose. He is Ashton Hurd, and I appreciate him so much for coming on and, and doing this uh, doing this podcast spotlight. We've been, we've had a good time, and hope you guys can uh, uh, listen to this and pass it along to other people. Um, I'm going to be tagging some people with this. But if you didn't get a chance to go back, listen to my conversations with Keenan Gilchrist and Reggie Thomas, Kelvin DeVoe. I mean, all these guys that have come together. Um, Duty Bows, all these guys that have had these experiences. Make sure you go back and listen to them right here on the LWE podcast. And so, again, Hurd, thank you so much, man. And uh, best of luck to you and everything that goes on from this point on. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. All right, guys, we'll be back with another uh, podcast here real soon. And I look forward to talking to some more players down the road. God bless.